Hello and welcome to this special in the field, by which I mean in the bar and also in the studio version of the Mad Axman podcast, in which myself and a couple of the regulars and some special guests discuss how the first ADLG competition of the new year that we've all attended in Alicante in Spain. Yes, we've gone abroad to play toy soldiers and um, do stuff that you do in Spain as well. How that's gone. So there's all sorts of stuff on the army list. There's some live things. There's a lot of it actually been recorded in bars. So apologies for the background noise, but that's what you get if you're doing this stuff live. So sit back, pin back your ears and enjoy our first ever Spanish live podcast. Well, look, we're back. Um, well, we're back and we're about to go, which is a bit weird. Um, we're going this, somewhere. We're going somewhere, yes. We've got a um, a truncated crew at the moment um, with Dave and Simon here. Um, Peter was supposed to join us, but I think he's having a panic because he's having to pack to go abroad, which mm. he hasn't done in two years, and it's kind of freaking out. So it's I think he's spending like two days packing or something like that and, um, and running around, but... But we are all off to, and actually, Simon, this is a quiz for you. Um, if we start singing the song, we're off to sunny, sunny Spain, what's the next line? Mr. Australian person with no knowledge of 1970s British music. Uh, um, That's quite weird, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's kind of odd. So you've got no, you've got no memory of Bette Lynch of Coronation Street going on a, on a special... Um, or yeah. anything like that so so no this is the an education for you as well this is the aviva espana so it's we're off to sunny sunny spain aviva espana and this was this was basically the soundtrack to british package tours to spain from the 70s oh, wow. when people started going abroad for sun so um but but you know nothing of this and um no. Probably most people under Wargamer's age know nothing of this either, but um, but it's true. We are going to Alicante, which some of you, I think some of you went to pre-COVID yep. and the airport burnt down. Is that right? Yeah, so Same da- place? It, so Dave and I and a couple of others went to Alicante in January 2020. So... Um, on the way out there, there was a storm, so the airport got shut down, and the, and the main control tower was, was damaged. Then there was a fire. Then we had to go to Mercia to get back, and um, that sort of just kicked off 2020, and the, the rest of the year just didn't get any better. And then it got so, worse um, from then. No. And Dave, no, I, I think you you went to you went back to, you went back to Alicante or the Pamplona just as COVID um, arrived in the U. I, I went to Pamplona in March of 2020, where the competition got called off on the Saturday. Sunday was cancelled and everybody fled for the airports. Fled home, it, God. It, it felt like Dunkirk and running away from like, <laughs> the last flight out of Spain. But with different time. dice or something like that. Well, well, I think the last time I went to Alicante was um, was was something to do with submarines because um, the, the Spanish submarine maker, Navantia, they've got a... Um, Got but their main submarine making factory. I'm sure there's probably a technical term for it. Shipyard, possibly, um, mm. or submarine yard up the coast there. So um, I had a great time there. But um, it's it's a lovely place, and there's a castle on the hill. And we're all going to play toy soldiers at an international ADLG competition that's got 
a ludicrous number of people. I think it started with 30. Yeah, and then it's ended up, what was it, about 40-something in the end? 45, it, I think. It was, it was going to be 50, but then the Italians can't get out of the country. But we've got, looking at it, we've got Spanish, French, Belgians, us, Irish. 44. 44 people, which is which is bonkers. And um, and there's a theme as well, isn't it? That from Because what we want to do now, we're, we're going to do a three-part podcast or possibly more. So we're going to do some recordings when we're there. So this is this is two days before and we're, we're all planning what... Um, planning how badly we're going to try and perform having not played or traveled for ages but and then we're going to do a wrap-up and it will all be part of this one podcast so what we want to do now is have a quick um look at um look at the list that we're taking because amongst ourselves we can actually safely talk about them now because this podcast won't be released until after the event can't it and um and by the time we you know even if we play each other in later rounds that will be round three or four or something. So all our lists will have been seen. There's going to be no surprises by then. But um, so Simon, what what are you taking? What's what's the theory and what's the um, plan? Is there a painting theory behind it? Ah, it's samurai. The new is this a decision after Dave nearly lost to it at Warfare and it nearly won, or is this um? No, this was a decision on the the. I took the samurai the first time. Uh, to the world in 2019, which feels so long ago. 100 years ago, yeah. And to say that they got stomped is an understatement. I think I spent half the competition trying to crawl my way out of the naughty room. So, Oh, I remember I really, that. Yeah, there was, there was a room for the bottom few tables that was sort of like dark and dingy and, and smelled a bit. Or, or possibly that was some of the fog players there. Um, yeah, I well, don't know. We'll, Could well be. We'll yeah. leave that one as it is. We'll leave that one out, yeah. So I want you to bring something different. And in this period being a feudal period where you've got knights and everything else, I've done knights to death. And so I was looking through the um, the collection on what hasn't come out on the table. And I've, I had the hankering to bring the samurai. And mm. since it made some of the changes where you no longer have to have the compulsory form mediocre medium spearmen, mm. And they've allowed you to have a couple of light horse and light foot. So they've just tweaked the army from being very difficult to be mildly difficult. I thought they're pretty. They look really nice. I painted up a 25 mil strategist, one of the um, okay. Mirai figures from uh, Bad Squiddo Games. I painted oh, up cool. some of her generals to be a strategist. So, you know, because you've got a 25 mil strategist. Um, Based on our theory on what did I paint up during lockdown, yep. which come out on the table, I thought to bring the samurai. They're going to be pretty, and they've got lots of bow and swordsmen, so very easy. And then look at, looking at the list that's, I guess this is the second question for all of us, really, looking at the list of 45 armies that have come out, how do you feel about that now? Is it Because um, there looks like there's a few samurai there as well. Other people have had the idea. There's five. Five samurai. Five, I'm yeah. told, out 45, which is great. I think it's going to be quite interesting the, um, with the, the combinations of people that have brought. It's not going to be as horrifying as I was expecting. You know, I was envisaging wall-to-wall, full badger knights, you know, mm. 12 elite knights, not much else. Um, but you've got combinations of Jurch and Chin, Samurai, Feudal French, uh, Gordon with his Prussians, which are always good fun. 
uh, there's some Tuaregs and there's yeah, a, there's lot, a of- lot of Chinese ones, Texacala. This, yeah, given we've just come off warfare, which was a feudal period, and that was like, well, certainly my experience was wall to wall knights plus spears plus some other bits. This is a really, really mixed bag, isn't it? Does it? I guess it's a slightly different time period, but but that's. So you are you feeling happier about this? Were you expecting just play knights, or is it? I'm feeling happier about it because there are lots of combinations of things we I can play against that I won't get completely stomped against. So um, yeah. there's lots of yeah. I'm looking. It'd be nice in some ways to annoy um, Inyaki's Tuareg. Yeah. I know there's going to be lots of mediocre camels. He'll roll nothing but sixes. I'll roll yeah. nothing but ones. But that's uh, the there are right. camels. There yeah. Yeah, but actually, there's, there's a lot of historical opponents there as well, isn't there, with the urchins and all sorts of things. So, yeah, a, I think it'll be um, it's going to be it's a nice split, a nice spread of armies. There's not a consistent um, single choice. Yeah, there's a few feudal French and um, Byzantines and all that, but there's lots yeah. of options out there. So and also, they they sound um, they sound cooler when you're looking at them um, written out from the French version of the list, don't you? The old um, Byzantino di Nicaforo. Or the um, Espanol feudal, uh, the Vikingos, 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 Mauricio. It just sounds really cool. It sounds like yeah. Morris down the pub. Gas Navida. Birmino zero, but like Birmino one eight three. Birmano one eight three. I don't know. That's, that's um, feudal German. <laughs> yeah, that's got everything's got. If you don't understand what it is, it's got to be feudal German. I'm sure. Yeah. Cruzados, <laughs> Cruzados, which is all good. Okay, yeah. so that's a that's an interesting one. So, Dave, what what have you taken? What's where's yours on this list? Because you were I'm, dithering I'm taking, for a while. I'm taking the only feudal Spanish army. The proper, you're taking feudal Spanish to Spain, and I am don't, the only Spanish, surprise. Spanish army. You're the only feudal Spanish army. Oh my God, I was the only feudal Spanish army at uh, warfare as well. Wow, that's that's bonkers, isn't it? So there's, in fact, there are very. Because if you go to, well, when we go to Greece, all of them um, try and take some sort of army that fought in Greece. And it's all the Byzantines or the other different bits and pieces. But but obviously that loyalty to the home country doesn't really come through in um, in Spain at all. They're all like, sod it, let's just pick something interesting that we've just painted up. And considering I think it's my favourite army, it's a bit, I, I find it completely strange. Yeah. No, that's kind of weird. Dave Allen played the other day using my feudal Spanish list and hmm. said it and declared it rubbish. Right. Is that the one? Is this pretty much the same list you won warfare with? It is exactly the same list. Exactly I won warfare the same with. So, so you're going for ten games in a row. And and did you did you win all five at warfare? Uh, uh, one was a mutual destruction. One was a mutual. Okay, so so five enemy beating armies, which is um, yeah. which is good. So. A, a mutual- Mutual destruction counts in my books because you break. I know it counts in your book because you've got five of them in Pamplona one year. Yes, that's true. Actually, where you placed? Yeah, I think you you almost placed or something. But I I I will freely admit that I got a bit lucky in parts. But then you know, if you're going to win a competition, you've got to get bloody lucky. Mm. I would say the one thing for: don't tell the samurai. Do not attack me in the mountains. No, that didn't work in that last game in with if Warfare for anyone, did it? attacks me in the mountains, I will tell you when we come back, and I will be happy very days. happy about that. So, so what, what here are you um what here are you worried about? Because it's a quite a different mix to the, the feudal knighty thing from warfare, isn't it? Where you it, were this is very, very different from warfare. Um I think the one I'm less worried about Gaznavid now. 
than I used mm. to be. Gaffney would use the scale of living daylights out of me. Yep. Um, I am concerned. I mean, Thomas is no slouch, is he? Thomas Mastriani, or whatever his name. No, exactly. Yep. He's no slouch, but he's number three and top ranking player in the competition. And this Byzantine of Constantine is really quite good. Is that, that's one that's a bit like it's a bit knighty though isn't it i think um, it's lots of good cavalry with lots of good with lots of knights okay i mean the knights are only average but he's got um the half and half cavalry bow impact shooty malarkey thing okay but then right. he's gonna be crap in terrain so just yeah. slap down a load of terrain and we should be able to sort him out yurchin chin i don't see the fascination but i'll probably come a cropper in my first game Right, is that your is that your first opponent? My first component is somebody is he's got your Pablo Suarez, I think it is. He's got Yurch and Chin. Okay. Um, and I really don't know what's going to happen with that because Yurch and Chin seems to be nowhere near as good as it used to be. But again, someone still got it. Yeah. I can't see the fascination, but there you go. Well, maybe, uh, maybe it's just what you've got, really, isn't it? Okay. But yeah, my, the feudal Spanish is just. Uh, Six knights screaming down the centre of the table, supported by crossbowmen. Good terrain troops. It's a, it's a good mixed army. It's it's the old flick knife, uh, Spanish mm. uh, Swiss army knife. It's got a bit of everything, which I, it seems to be the best way I play. Yeah. And when some, because if you, you know, only had one mutual destruction, you won four at Warfare then, and you've taken it down the club a few times. What's When's the last time you um, you lost with it? Oh, God, blimey. Um just, you know, just putting against that out there as a question. It was against you, Tim. It oh, it against, might have been. Oh, yes. It was against yes. your army that you're taking. Oh, that's it. Yeah. In was, that, own... was that leading to your army list? <laughs> it's almost like you've um, you've listened to this before, Dave, isn't it? It's remarkable for me waving at the screen at you. Come on. It's like, well remembered. Obviously, you try to blank I'm really it looking mind. forward to seeing how your army does, actually, Tim. I, I mean, I don't, that's not just a plug, because especially your first game, this is like, you know the all-conquering Gaznavids. Yeah, the super army of the time. So yeah, mm. I've I've got the um the early Crusaders, but not the um but a very very narrow thing. There's a there's a list called the People's Crusade, which oh. is basically a bucketful of levy and aggressive peasants and things like that. They're all completely mad for it, and it fills the table. I think there's four knights. The um. The army list, if you try and work through the army list, is brilliant because you're only allowed about four or five different troop types and you basically have to take all of them in order to get to 200 points. Mm. There just isn't a way of, you know, it's just entirely about command structure, really. There's no, no choice about what troops you get if you're going to do it. But, but it comes in at about 38 units, which I suspect the Gaznavids will be lucky to get to 22. You um, might actually be double the number of units. It's possible. They could be a 19 if they're a, a tooled up Gaznavid. So I could have twice as many. So there's there's clearly a kind of a attack the flanks and, and catch people out. But it will be interesting to see how much it is, um, how much it's a one-trick army in that um, if people can work it out. But I must admit, looking at this thing and having played you in, in its only ever outing, um, you know, where I think, we just didn't fight the knights until the last possible minute and then just flooded the rest of the table and chewed up all the support troops, which was kind of funny. Um, that does work quite well against um, you know, proper feudal armies with a, a rapier point of a chunk of knights, but 
I think looking at some of these like Vikings is going to be tricky. Vikings, Unless they're all spear, you know, Russ would be fine because everything is impetuous. I can just go in and get lucky and see what happens. Um, and I don't know how it would do against the, the big cavalry armies either, really. Um, if you shoot, I could be in a lot of problems, but there's not, um, well, it's, it's whether anyone can do it. And it's a load of figures that I had from DBM days when you needed, or some of the armies allowed you to have enormous numbers of horde just to bulk up the army and you had bases of six seven eight peasants and i think i think some of the medieval armies i I had 15 bases of five or six peasants or six or seven peasants that in dbm just kind of sat at the back of the table and did nothing now at least agog has kind of swept that that um i don't know observer nonsense away but i've rebased them all up and tasted them all up and given them crosses and flags and religious icons and stuff like that so so it is actually a properly pulled together people's crusade army with lots of religious iconography um including right. um including i think um for for fulham and manchester united fans of, of a certain era there's even a jonathan greening banner um because he was a, a midfielder who did play for united and, and played fulham for a while who um the the chant for him on the terraces was um he died for our sins. He died for our sins. Jonathan Greening, he died for our sins because he did have sort of straggly hair and the um, the Jesus-like beard sort of thing. So he's he's one of the icons somewhere in one of the 20-odd bases of Ford as well coming forward. So so it's kind of the proper thing. And, I, you know, I think there's something in it. Um, it'll be a laugh anyway. But after I, I think unlike you, Dave, I got a little bit probably falsely jaded with playing... Hungarians at warfare because I had knights and spearmen and other people had knights and spearmen and something else that was probably better than mine but and it, it just felt that the Hungarians which I spent a lot of time painting in lockdown were a bit undercooked um, although I'm writing up the reports at the moment and and I won two and I had two mutual destructions um, both of which I probably didn't have the rubber the green in and then the last game I got run over by by a better design list. But actually, that's like a wafer away from getting four wins, really. So so maybe I'm doing myself um, and doing the Hungarians a bit down. But but I just didn't want to use them again and, and dithering around different other stuff. It was a chance just thinking, oh, sod it. I have painted these up. Spain's going to be fun. We're going to be um, we're going to be flying out on squeezy jet on on Friday afternoon. We're going to be getting there at probably getting to the hotel about 10 o'clock half 10 or something um, i think uh one o'clock is what you're saying yeah it could well be something like that wouldn't it i think <laughs> technically we land at nine but it's easy jet so who knows and yeah. um and it would just be a test to see how open spain is to um to a bunch of brits sat there when um when we meet peter and and dave and gordon um over there who are, are all traveling independently to um to kind of find if we could all get into a bar and and still be there when the competition starts the following day. Is it, is it a normal start? Is it like a, a normal hour start? Anybody get any ideas on, um, on Saturday? Is there anything? Um, I, I'm not entirely sure because Italy sometimes starts late, but um, I'm not sure about Spain. I'm trying to find it in the forum, but... Yeah, it's somewhere. No, no oh, look, we've got two days to work out this small detail what, stuff. Knowing what time you start might be important. Yeah. Yep. I think okay, it, so... Um, the competition starts 8 a.m. to 8.30 on Saturday. Reception really? with coffee. Excellent. First round kickoff, 8.30 in the morning, which 
It's probably why the Italians did, uh, pulled out because they, they yeah. can't do that early. That's tricky. Not, That's a, does right this mean there's an inordinately long lunch break that we've got? Two and a half hours for lunch. Two, Two and, and a half, half hours for lunch. Okay, they're good. And is lunch after the first game? Second game. Second game. All right. So we've got two games in the morning to um Lunch is to from sober. 2 o'clock till 4.30 and then round three is 4.30 to 7 o'clock. We all get the match to round three. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, um, and then we go straight out for a meal or something after that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. That's going to be quite possibly, a... What um, could possibly go wrong for our rankings? That's going to be quite an interesting schedule, isn't it? Really? Okay. So looking at, looking at this list then, um, I guess... You know, Reino di Sicilia, Rafa, um, he's the second highest seed. That's almost the same army as yours, Dave, isn't it? Sicilian kingdom. That's pretty simple. Hubert, Hubert's there with Vikingos. Um, interesting one. I've tried to use Vikings, but, but struggled to make it interesting. Um, as if fight army from warfare, I see, because I thrashed that. Oh, okay. Didn't like that one. There's a feudal French there in, um, in fifth place. Um, feudal german that's peter who's bizarrely ranked third we none of us understand that you with feudal spanish a did a feudal russ or no russ feudal would be russian feudal won't it yep. i guess not russ actually that's something different um reynos de taifas oh that's the spanish one the taifa kingdoms that's by good. thierry balak but he sounds french doesn't he yeah um, I thierry yeah Okay, so so the only people taking um, Spanish armies are are people invading Spain then, and um, and then and then it goes down to Iñaki with his newly purchased Tuaregs or, or or newly rebased Tuaregs. Well, it it's, looks like it's going to be interesting, doesn't it? I guess um, really mixed up list. It's there's nothing. I mean, there seems to be more samurai than anything else. Three, yeah. I mean, yeah, as you say five yeah. samurai, three. Um, I can see five Gaznavids as well. That's not um, not too unusual. That was always a classic. I think you're going. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the result of your first game against the Gaznavids. I, I think your your stupid um, levy impetuous are going to kill the elephants. They're just going to pin cushion the elephants, and it's, you're going to beat that army. I can see it. I, yeah, I, I think it's it's tricky because I, I think the risk is if. You know, and and it'd be quite funny releasing this and talking about this in in a few minutes more on this podcast and in a couple of days in in us, because I think if the cavalry underestimate it and just charge in, yes, that's when it gets difficult. But if they take it carefully and try and do a bit of damage with shooting before charging in, um, then my troops just become utterly useless as well once they've taken any hits at all. They um they suffer quite a bit of damage. So I, it will be intriguing to see how that army's put together and um, and to see, you know, I could be there at the end of the weekend with five crushing defeats, um, unless or, I come up and play you again, really, Dave. And um and, and some of those armies at the top, it'll be um it'll be fascinating. But but putting such a big army on table, it's um it's a good job that it's a 15 mil competition, otherwise we'd need hold baggage. And yeah. then, um, and that's on on um, EasyJet. That's mortgaging a house territory, I think. Really, I think it, I think it will, will be quite funny when you deploy your first command. So Inyaki will put his first command down of five elements. You put down fifteen. <laughs> it could be something like that, could it? Put his next command down of ten, uh, uh, eight figures, thinking, okay. And you put down yep. another fifteen. He's thinking. Well, your own yeah. army already doubles my army. Um, but it's, it's a difficult one. You know, if I put down one of my two, you know, micro commands, they're both 11 each. Um, 
<laughs> which is quite quite fun. And then 16 comes in at the end, you know, just to, to push it up to 38. And um, and then the best bit is, well, one of the best bits is that um, I've got a point spare, which I wasn't able to spend because the list is so restrictive. I could only get to 199. So, <laughs> so you know, uh, I, I don't know how many other people there will not have spent all their points. But um, so I, I don't know if that extra point counts in some way to give me extra extra kudos or um or again in two days time i'll just be crying into my spanish beer after suffering all of these defeats but but i think that um that probably wraps up our pre pre-flight um or possibly pre-airport uh, <laughs> mini clip so we will we will take a break now and then the next the next segment you hear will be possibly us having a beer at Gatwick um, and with noises in the background. So this is the best audio quality you're going to get for about another hour. So Mm -hmm. sit back and listen to the next section of the podcast. Right, well, we're here in a bar now in Alicante. Um, we've got Spanish TV going on in the background, which is great. Hopefully that's not interfering too much with the audio. And we've got an extended podcast crew. And I think... Oh, hey, there's hey. the wine. That's, that's <laughs> the sound of... Here we go. Here's the sound of red wine being poured. Uh, oh, nice. Red wine going in. That's all excellent. First one. Come on. Glug, 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 glug. Dos, dos tintos. Gracias. Perfect. Hey, good, 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 good. Um, but we're we're a day into this now, and uh, we're in the still bar. Nice. At the end of the day, wine is still nice. That's reassuring to know. Thanks, Dave. Um, so, well, so we've got five people. We'll do a quick round robin to talk about how you know in snapshot how your game's gone. So, Dave, you start by um, boring us for England. Tell us how your fantastic game with your your Spaniards is gone. <laughs> uh, well, the, the world-beating Spaniards from Warfare lost their first game ah. <laughs> against the Yurchin Chin army, which I had no idea of, completely screwed up, should never have given him the choice of the terrain, and never played the Yurchin Chin army, so that was interesting. They got massacred by them, but good players, good Spanish player. Oh, look at these beers. Then I played a guy who was reasonably new with a gas livid army, which I was kind of expecting because we, we said in the podcast the other six buzzers, um, beat that but could have lost it. And then the last game was an absolute newbie, absolute new guy to he could have beaten me as well so it's not oh, been right. issues but I've got two wins and a loss so. two wins and a loss Results. submarining oh, again gracias beers beers are really yeah, sorry yeah, all beers watch the phone it's waterproof it's waterproof wine fruit ice cold beer in a very ice cold country so all the way from northern England and the west country and Ireland all in one we've got Mr Ainsley as a special guest on this podcast so Richard we don't even know what army you're using because uh, you weren't in the earlier one because we didn't know that we were going to necessarily bump into you but what, what have you got and how's it gone 
Uh, using Burmese, six ele- eight elephants, two of them generals. Um, played a Kogoro Korean this morning, one in one hour, five minutes, which was absolutely brilliant. Helped by his flank march of all his heavy cavalry in fact not coming on, so I only had to kill 18 units on table, so I only had to get 18. So an hour and five minutes must be a record. My reward was to get Rafa in the second round. That's always a good reward with his very very well designed what used to be Sicilian Norman with medium knights and his usual three ordinary generals but his ordinary generals always seem to throw sixes and never have a pit problem at never all die. never die, never die. Um, I'd killed 19 of his 21 man army and he was starting to get a little cross when he finally got me oh, right. helped by some superb silly and then in the last game I played a crusader but not the People's Crusade that other people are using, just a standard Crusader, and we had a wonderful, loads of fun, mutual destruction in the same bound. Oh, what can be wrong with it? So your elephants and his knights, he was yeah. cutting up the stuff in the middle. Yes. You were, yeah. you were cutting up the knights. Yeah. Fantastic. Good, Good stuff. Right, Simon. What, um, what's been going? Because you're the dark horse when it comes to <laughs> stuff abroad, aren't you? Really? I've, yeah, I've either done spectacularly well or held up the entire competition from the bottom, just being the strongest man. One of the two. Notice the samurai have redeemed themselves after their debacle at the world. So, um, two big wins. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, met Rafa this afternoon. You met Rafa. I met Rafa and did lose the army, but I took 17 of his army out. And his generals, like yours, ordinary generals, six, five, six, five, six, they were just everywhere. So, yeah. um, but his Amogavars did what, you know, in true Spanish style, they walked up, they charged, they contacted, they killed me and just caused carnage. It was, it was truly beautiful. Okay. But I um, managed to chase off his um, heavy swordsman crossbowmen, chase four of them off pretty much halfway across the table. They were running away from my, my samurai and so, uh, bow swordsmen. And we had knights going sideways, rear combat, flank combat. It was um, brilliant. brilliant. So, and the side chat was spectacular. It charged and disintegrated on contact and did nothing. Good. Is that in all three games? All three games. Fantastic. That's perfect. <laughs> it paid for itself, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Mr. Allen, um, we've got the, the legendary Mr. Allen here. Feudal. Feudal French. Feudal French. With only a dozen to each medium knight. A so. dozen? <laughs> so what's your plan with that then, Dave? Uh, <laughs> roll lots of dice. Fine, OK. It good. works. Yeah. So first game um, against Feudal German, and he very, very kindly came out of the terrain. Oh, um, And the pikes got beaten up, the archers got beaten up, his pole arm got beaten up. It just, it was... Horrible. Um, it was very night on foot kind of mm. thing. Second game was against um, uh, Jean-Louis Mastrio. Yes, his, I know uh, him well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his samurai, all shooting, all elite samurai, which very sensibly <laughs> hid in the terrain. <laughs> I managed to get his camp and not much else for the right. winning, winning edge of a draw there. Okay. And um, then another samurai army, but this time with for the third game against Orlando with um, lots of heavy foot uh, pole arms. Wow, that's because you don't see many pole arms. Yes, no. do you? I'll oh, tell you why you don't see right. them. Because <laughs> <Okay. All right. laughs> 
five knights charge into a line of samurai pole arms, and if if it if you don't beat them on the first round, yeah, they're cutting you up. Yeah, you're in a world of pain. Yeah, yeah. you mean heavy swordsman two hundred chop arms? Oh, heavy swordsman two hundred weapons. Yes. That was it. Not, yeah, they're not. They're not, 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 not oh, I was going to say they're not pole arms. Yeah, no, I'm thinking it's the later one. Yeah, because pole arms. Yeah, and it was fives all the way along the line, which is good enough when you one up. No, it's all good. It's so tempting when you've got the samurai to try and use the heavy infantry to block the knights, mm. but it just doesn't bloody work, does it? No. It's just not good. I've tried that myself. It's one of those things where you have to brace for impact because it's either yeah. you've got, you, you either use your heavy foot to block the knights, or there's a gaping hole in the line because the middle swordsmen are not coming out of the terrain. No. So I use my six to annoy roughers, um, six knights, and they held for quite a while. They're there to die slowly. Yeah. So, Dave, so so you're two, no, you're two and a half now. Two and a half. You won two, drawn one. Yeah. Okay. Which Other Dave, winning. you've one of each. Two wins, one defeat. Two wins, one defeat. Richard, you're one of each. One you of each. Win, one win, each. So I'm uh, two wins and a loss. Right. And then I'm one of each as well, because I've managed to get with the People's Crusade, all 38 of them, um, managed to not quite lose to a, um, an unusual Gaznavid in the first round that actually did the right thing and concentrated on one wing of my army. Not necessarily through planning, I think I completely foxed him. He was just staring at the stuff going, what do I have to do? But I think he had a plan to deploy and it was the right one against my army, but you know, we took quite a lot of losses but didn't go down. Then um, I played another Gaznavid army that unfortunately tried to spread across the table and that didn't really work because that's um, there's a lot of overlaps going on and um, the two day army that had in the middle kind of got screwed by yeah, my eight yeah. other people who were the same he, set. He was about 21 elements maybe? 20, 20, no 22 and I was okay, at so 38. You completely yeah. double him but no, you're exactly. pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So by the end of the second game I lost 63 casualties and inflicted 43 and got a win and a draw out of that. Um, and then I played Mr. Mastrio in the third game who um, with the same samurai as you played. And um, he, he had a big block of samurai bowmen, ran them to the edge of the table in a piece of terrain, which is where I knew they would be. So I aimed my eight impetuous medium foot at them managed to get them all into contact in one bound, or well, seven of them into contact in one bound without taking any shooting hits on them. Screened them with the light foot effectively, did that well, took some other hits, hit them cleanly, solid line, no overlaps either end. I blocked them both ends, general in the middle, embedded, and um, by the end of the game I had none of them left in East <laughs> and I killed two samurai. That it was like it was just like what was going on. I'd just, you know? I'd just like to point out that's your own fault for taking quality over quantity. quantity yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Just, yeah, because the other the other person taking people's crusade mm. has gone for quantity over quality and has managed to get forty mm. units out of it to my thirty-eight. Yeah. So when you think Inyaki's version three Gaznavid army was nineteen elements, yeah. your army it. would be exactly twice the I size. Would it. Yeah. So so sixty-three in the morning plus the. Oh, no, I'd lost, what did I say, only 73. Uh, 63. 63 in the morning, so I've now lost 101. Mr. Um, Kitchoff, there's more people's crusaders coming so down the road. I've lost 101 and killed um, about 60. So you've lost five times my army. I've lost, five, you know, I've lost your <laughs> army five times over, yeah, which is um, which is not bad, but, but luckily now we're having a beer and um, 
There's more people coming. Oh, Peter's just arrived. Peter the Hermit. Peter the Hermit's arrived. Peter. Sit, sit down. We'll order you a drink or you're wrong. Do you want, you're wrong. Wine? Do you want wine or do you want um, Yep. Yeah. The glass is coming. The glass. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Cool. So you can have a glass. We're straight in with the wine. It's excellent. Um, Peter. Oh, God damn. He only had 20 units in that. Yeah, I know. And I only killed 16 of them. Four of them were light foot. How would you do? It was nuts. Yeah. So, Peter, we're, we're podcasting at the moment. Um, You've just walked in. You, that's you've properly topped up the wine straight in. Right, look, My when, God! When you take on forty unit armies, you deserve the crew. Ah, you brought the other people's crusade, right? Yes. So uh, tell us about your day. Tell us about your three games and how it all went. Well. For one, the Crusaders no more. My Teutonics told them they were going in the wrong direction right. and stomped all over them. So they should have gone to the Baltic. Yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's that usual dichotomy. I'll rock up to a bar fight with medium foot impetuous, straight up to some um, knights who are elite, impact. Well, it kind of spoils their day somewhat and they decide to run off home. It didn't work for me, but I Full did. badger, full yeah, badger. Full badger, full in, yep. full large. And not only that, it was a 40 unit army. Which I managed to flank on both flanks. <laughs> what? I managed to flank. You enveloped it. Yep, I enveloped. That is impressive. Holding the centre with one light cavalry crossbow. <laughs> Sweet. It's great in every all over again. <laughs> so, um, that was a fun one. Uh, bef- the first game, uh, Davi um, played from Barcelona. Fantastic. Lovely guy to play against. It was a true sort of... Uh, close battle. Uh, he had feudal English, I had feudal German. Um, it, it was way too close to my liking. Right at the end, <laughs> last roll, um, last turn, I managed to recover three of mine and in the ensuing melee, uh, in the movement, I took his camp so therefore I'd won, but we had to go to the finish and then he managed to kill three of my units so all of a sudden I finished off um, he killed 19 out of my 23, so if I hadn't recovered the other three, oh, it would have been Squeak. mutual description. I was like, um, The other game uh, against uh, was a, another feudal one, um, feudal French against feudal German, my feudal ones, and that was a much closer game, and a lot edgier game. Um, um, I managed, it was a winning draw, um, but we kind of ran out of time, and it was... Um, yeah, it, it was one that was very close and a lot of tight movements and everything else. Um, trying to. Okay, so, so you're on two wins in a draw then? Yes. By the sounds of it. Okay, so, so we're waiting now whilst we have a drink. We're waiting for two things. We're waiting for it to get close enough to nine o'clock for us to go for the team meal. And um, we're waiting for someone to send us the draw through on no, email. I was just looking, no, no, Dave's no, checking, no, nothing's no, come no, through. We're no, waiting for the draw no, yeah. for the excitement. So. Um, so yeah, look, we'll, again. we'll we'll press pause on the um, the podcast recording, and we'll just get back to drinking. And, yeah, and uh, then again, you know, I could just put the microphone close to the telly, and you could listen to an interview on on Spanish TV. And I've no idea what's going on. Yeah. Done. All right, catch you soon. Well, look, we're in a bar again, which is unusual for us. Kills the it's, um, it's siesta time. It's four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, and the fivers are here, and we've we finished. And I think probably the best place to start is with the person who's lost most games. Um, which would be you, Dave? Is it? You lost two. I've lost I think. two out of five. You lost three two wins five. and two losses. Yeah. 
lost that, the first game. Well, we talked was, about that yesterday. Did we? Yeah. I, I think we did. <laughs> it's and been a long weekend. I lost my final game against Simon, who's sitting next to me. Ah, oh, well, we'll come back like, to that later. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so what, said the best. I oh, think. here comes the wine. Excellent. Um, more glasses. There might be sort of punches flown if we're not getting. No, I'm joking. So what about the morning game? What? Keep morning keep passer, what, as we what say was this morning? Uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I forgot what I did to do this morning. Oh no, I played French um, French feudal French army, and I won the initiative. I let down his throats. He put uh, four knights in a plantation. What as an ambush? Yes. Wow. That's... With light foots. Yeah. They came out. Two of my light foot went. Ooh, who's hiding yeah. in the ambush? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! It's four knights. The knights actually did roll short, so didn't get out of the plantation. Oh. So my my first light foot stood there going, "Fucking oh. hell, they've stopped a millimetre away from me." Which is quite interesting. Uh, then what was that? Then oh yeah, and then yeah, I managed to sort of slow that lot coming out by putting some light horse across and pinning them and just dogging him around. And then I, I I must admit myself, I did really well with my crap command. He went forward, pinned his four knights. Shifted across, got round the flanks, brought in two more knights, and I just hit it four knights with overlaps, and also, that was fantastic. I really thought I played that well. Really, okay. even my opponent said you played that well, which wow. is also good. That's lovely, isn't it? Oh, the night before, what, what? Talk me through the meal as well, because that's an important the meal. Part of oh yeah, the meal. Uh, steak was good, wasn't steak it? Was steak good, was yeah. fantastic. Argentinian restaurant. Mm, salad was a bit strange. Well, it's salad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot really of us are. Like, we're not really. That's not what we're here for. Uh, the, Sausages were good. There was a lot of sausages. There was a lot of sausages. I think there's a photo of you and sausages on, on oh, Facebook okay. already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not on Facebook. So no, that's yeah, probably that's a good thing, good really. It's like what else yeah, is, a sausage-based uh, instant went you on. You have a new dessert taken in. Oh, and then we, we discovered it in Yaki's local hooch. Yeah, there was some weird this kind of aniseed Which I'm still trying to work out. Apparently, it, that you can make it yourself with anise and... Yaki was going on a bit how it's got to be the right type of anise, which yeah. is grown in Pamplona. And I was like, isn't star anise from the Far East? It's, it's Chinese, isn't it? And he's going, it's the best anise in the world. I, no, I think I think he's actually saying it's the actual star anise. But, wow. There's a Boban Fort sort of vibe to the... Um, star-based fortifications yeah. of Pamplona, isn't it? Maybe that's yeah. maybe there's a tie-in or something. It sounds like it actually ferments itself with the star anise and, the, right. and a coffee bean. A coffee bean. A coffee bean. Okay, right. So, that was, did, but that didn't. It wasn't that alcoholic, and it didn't take that much damage, really. So. Yeah, well, I think it was quite late in the evening, so I'm yeah. not sure we knew. I, yeah. I wasn't that badly hungover this morning. I'm just tired. But yeah. That's usual for a for second like day that. competition. Yeah. So I guess that was so. All, all, all excellent. Five great games. Oh, here comes the wine. El Cotto. Here we go. Yeah. Five great Blunders. games. All very oh, nice opponents. No misses. No unpleasantness. Even the newbie, I thought he was going to beat me at one point. That's good. So I had to stop giving him a tutorial and knuckle down <laughs> and win. Yeah, and actually do something. Yeah, do something about it. Actually let some, let some stuff that be was, done. That was my weekend, yeah. Oh, brilliant. All right. Well, Peter, what, what about you? How was your day do day two? Because we've talked uh, about day, day one. D- day two started off with a delightful game with Dave Allen, lining up his knights, having <laughs> them charge in and having them suddenly die in front of me. So it was, it, it was quite a relaxing game in that oh. aspect. It was uh, okay. suitably uncomplicated. Oh. One line hitting the other. 
good. Yeah. And um, yeah. going in and um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I beat him quite handily fairly early on. So it was just so. a night on night thing, or was yeah, it? Yeah, really it was pretty much. Um, it, it's just he, he didn't manage to get the rest of his stuff in, so I managed to um, get mm. overlaps on both sides of him, which was ah, always fun. Right, okay. so Even with... though he had a shed load of nights, he just. Yeah didn't get the rest of his stuff in, he just had to in wave, so oh, also to be entertaining. Brilliant. Uh, my one pit. Well, uh, oh, the, sorry, the, cheers everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, okay. yeah. uh, it's a good sound. Mm. The result of the win against Dave meant I was doing quite well, so I ended up in second position, which also meant a um, uh, invitation to play Rafa. Oh, the lovely Rafa game. Yes. Yep, always a so, um, you know, the pressure was on, last game. Top table. If I beat Rafa, it was like, well, oh, good. Yeah. Let's get going. Let them rush yeah. the head. Yeah. And of course, being Rafa, uh, all the way down to the wire. Um, basically, the last go, I broke, and uh, I'd taken his camp, but I was one point off breaking him. So if I had one one more die roll, uh, it would have been mutual destruction and a very different setup. But really enjoyable game. It's a uh, really good, good fun. Fantastic. Uh, trying to stall his, um, you know, four elite Almungavars yeah. and sacrifice a couple of sacrificial lambs of, um, you know, uh, crossbow and such like, while my knights got uh, handy in it and took out some of his but um, ultimately it was him charging into my heavy spear and then um, effectively 6-1 in them oh, which was oh, that resolves um, a few issues that, 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 when, when that happened it was like going ah okay and, <laughs> yeah. and me rolling one six times going down the first row of combat with, which even Rafa was going oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm like going have you been talking to Inyaki yes. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no really enjoyable I mean overall competition being fantastic really enjoyable games really good laugh it's um, great to just be back in playing different yeah. people, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. People, really. Uh, and they're all nice as hell. Yeah. Avia did a great job organising yep. it, so really yeah, well done, Avia. And then, were you one of the late stayers last night, or did you? Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember which. No, we all. Oh, went back. back you? Oh, we all were back at the same time. Yeah. 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 So you remember that well? Then? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually stopped for money at the cash point on the way home, yes. which is probably not a clever thing. Yeah, to it, was do, a, it was a really nice meal, and uh, we had plenty of. Uh, yeah, we had one or two glasses of red wine, didn't we? True, yes, yeah, the true. And, and the weird, you know, um, nice, the weird, uh, the weird what's it? Very nice steak. So, Richard, what about you then? Your um, your world of elephants. What was your Sunday like? Um, first game this morning, I got to play the Central London War Games to a French exchange student with his Vikings. <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> bear? Who um, yeah. bear? And the best thing of all was the, the elephants and the elite hostiles kind of cancelled each other out, a kill a piece or whatever. And my medium swordsman pure vanilla no impact no impetuous nothing proceeded to win the battle for me in the plantation against medium swordsman impetuous and medium swordsman turned weapon which is yeah. quite nice that's wicked because it was a surprisingly small army for a viking i kind of think yeah. of a viking as a table filler yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's 22 mm, i think 23 yes, 20, something like but real quality stuff yes. there Lots of support quality. Lots of support. Lots well. of support. Okay. Uh, support is good. Uh, overlap is better. Mm, yeah. Yes, basically, overlap yeah. is better. Mm. Uh, elite is better. Okay. Yeah. Support. Uh, and in the second game, I played Mr. Mastrio Senior. Yep. With his samurai, tiny army, twenty. Yeah. Uh, he went, unlike my Antibidian friend, who'll be along next. Uh, he went for all medium swordsmen bow all of them elite and a very small amount of command and no dragon stroke expendable 20 units which is pretty tiny really very tiny, very tiny. Um, his shooting was very good 
but his shooting lost the game for him because it forced me to commit to combat and once I got into combat my numbers told the elephant elite with the impact and furious charges and certainly sorted things out to have another win which was great which meant I came fifth and managed to beat Mr. Webb by one point all one point Peter I thought you were going to mention that but you didn't no but luckily no 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 I I thought I'd queue up Richard because you know he's got to get his victories where he can I suppose that's true that's good but Tim you know we were were watching the the people's um um, Civil War army running around. Yeah. How did they go? Because I, I yeah. did see at some point you had nearly 22 separate units running around in different command structures trying to figure out yeah. what to do. That yeah, yeah, was yeah. impressive. No, definitely. So it chaos theory. It was yeah. utter chaos this morning. Because the previous three games yesterday, I'd kind of kept the knights back as a reserve yep. and then never really got around to committing them. So this morning I was playing in a Marikian Byzantine with loads of double armed cavalry. Um, I think only three or four foot units and um, so that was trickier so I, I tried to put the knights up front but I'd not practiced doing that at all and I just completely lost control of them and it went horribly wrong I ended up with two knights going spontaneous and chasing after evading cavalry and in all, in all directions and, and then the game sort of broke down as I was trying to beat cavalry with impact are really hard to beat with um, foot who are at factor zero and yeah have their own impact mm. so even if you stand and receive you're still two factors down which is tricky <laughs> and that's the game you and I looked at Simon and yeah. we looked at each other and said we don't know what's going no. on and we looked at both players yeah. you couldn't really tell <laughs> no. us what was <laughs> going on either. there were troops evading left Everywhere. right and centre yeah, it was fantastic but, so at some point my on table army mm. had 22 different single elements or groups mm. it was separated into 22 things <laughs> which with a command total of two competent and one ordinary embedded who I think had died by then it was starting to be really hard for me to do anything with it it's not moving no 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 but I managed to hang on with that I think I lost 35 or something and, and didn't didn't lose and I think he lost 17 18 out of 22 um, so we just hung on for a draw with that one and then um that was probably still, yeah, from, from the night before. Yeah. I'm not sure I was fully awake either. And then in the afternoon, I played um, our French exchange student as well with the same Vikings. Um, the table got really narrowed, waterway, um, impassable. And the Vikings just raced down and covered the available space wall to wall with cars and medium foot impact and supportive blade so I just basically formed up with two lines because my army was wide <laughs> enough to do that twice and just went into it in two waves and just took on whatever was in front of it and um, it worked my my medium foot who screwed up against the samurai day before just completely obliterated Hubert's <laughs> exactly the same medium foot. So pure Russian Second World War theory. Absolutely yeah. Russian yeah. Second World War. Line one go advance. Line one's gone. Line two advance. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, even there were so many combats. If you're rolling a lot of dice, you yeah. get lucky sometime. And um, I think the psychological blow that did, did it about halfway through, that kind of put Hubert on the this isn't going to work thing, was when two of my um, levy went into his huskars who are elite turned cut weapon heavy infantry armored with support and beat them both yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so, so, so my four-point levy are taking down these troops that must be like 13, 14 points. So, um, you know, that's, once you've got a hole knocked in those... It's a very short army, though. I mean, I was looking at the Vikings for about 27, 28s. No, this, yeah, I would have done. This was 22, 23, so... But he was full fat as well. Super full fat. As full fat as you get. Absolutely super full fat, which is great. So, um, so I'd lost 36 out of 38 at the end of that one. And... Uh, so yeah, for um, for a total of I think oh oh here comes potatoes potatoes bravas so that's good I think I'd lost 174 unit hit points out of my five games which is nearly an average of 35 so even when I won lost or drew I was averaging losing 35 out of 38 so quite a lot of action combat going on really um, oh get in there do that so final one up Simon you're um, the submarining star of Alicante look look yeah so um after two very tough and well-fought games managed to end up on third Yay. so end up with um four big four, four wins and a loss mm-hmm. and I only lost to Rafa mm-hmm. and only four points off breaking him as well so mm-hmm. that was quite impressive yeah. Started off with the um, probably the, the most terrifying matchup that you can have on a Sunday morning after leaving the restaurant that morning. Mm. Um, I had Inyaki with his impetuous Tuaregs and you know, so wall-to-wall elite impetuous um, camels and medium swordsmen who are impetuous as well. So his entire army is furious charge. Managed to win the um, win the initiative. So deploy with all the terrain on my side. Mm. And basically, was able to anchor down with a uh, waterway, hill, and enclosed fields. All the um, the bowmen all lined up properly, and decided to risk a flank march as well. You you risked a flank march. Yeah, the samurai, but the yeah. only like it's just not big enough to do that. It's oh, three three yeah. elements on the okay. table, but um, I've got a very I've got a small micro command of three cavalry, included general, both all with bow. And just looking at that wall-to-wall of camels, I couldn't see anywhere to put them. And Inyaki had put his baggage six UD away from the table edge. So I, I thought, yeah, good places any, because you know, um, trying to make impetuous ca- um, camels turn around, it's going to burn pips oh, there yeah. front and centre. And just the sheer threat of having a flank march that close to your baggage, he pulled off um, four of the camels and light horse to go deal with that. And Meanwhile, his army came tearing down. First round of shooting went well. Everything dropped. Second round of shooting, killed the light horse in front of the camels. Oh. It exploded, then wounding the general behind it <laughs> and somebody else. So the camels then ultimately charged my samurai, the um, heavy foot, wounded. Proceeded to kill the general. Uh, and you know, out of the six or eight camels who charged in, Four died on turn one, and this was basically you doing bowling alley, oh, but yeah. with um, Tuaregs instead of Skittles. Yeah, yeah. this was this was payback for the the last times uh, Inyaki and I played. He absolutely eviscerated me. The fake march arrived on turn four, and rather than committing it to the baggage, by this time his other um, camel general was getting into combat with some medium swordsmen, and. 
by the end of the first turn of the, uh, the, uh, the flank march arriving, he had three heavy cavalry in his flank, and the general was committed, and the general ultimately had to go into the um, rough terrain to avoid being flank charged. Wow. So that was pretty desperate. Okay. So you, you trounced that through, yeah. terrain set up, flank march, everything went right. Mm. Which took you into the afternoon game yeah. against the boy Saunders that he, he glossed over so quickly. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Saunders. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, Saunders and I um, had the, the, the matchup of the century, and um, I won the initiative, which you were well unhappy about. That so, kind of decides the game. It did, yeah. Extent. Some terrain got moved around, it got redeployed back to the right place, and so. It was going to be a very tight and tough game, you know, lots of scary impact and um, Amulgabars, knights and all, everything else lined up, there's lots of jiggling and pokering and a lot, of, a lot of kills. We came down to the final bound and Saunders was, he, I was one point off breaking, one. Okay. one point off breaking and the next turn Dave was guaranteed a win because he had an impetuous knight. Oh, Oh, here we go. Mozzarella. Oh, mozzarella sticks. Right, okay. Fantastic. So Saunders was lined up, guaranteed the win, because he was um, um, charging around from his impetuous knight into my baggage. It all gone horribly wrong. So tell you what, let's let's break now, eat yep. some mozzarella sticks, and we'll come back with the conclusion of this after this bit of music. Right, so look, we've got a break in the food. There's been some mozzarella sticks eaten. So Simon, you were just about to tell us the most exciting part of the game. This was right in the end game. You were nearly there. Yeah. Final so, thing, you've nearly lost. You've got one so, point to go. One, 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 one point off breaking, guaranteed to die next turn. Dave, you think you're winning this game? I had the camp teed up for a charge. <laughs> I had at least three flank attacks. I mean, I'm seriously like a knight running into somebody from the flank who was already yeah. damaged. So I think I, I was looking at maybe 12 points I could take in the final battle. So, so the odds, Should I need that extra point? So the odds are probably, you know, if it is one of those poker things on yeah. telly, yeah. the thing at the bottom is going like 98%. Yeah, yeah which does lead me to believe yeah. I did make some mistakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Simon, and, key um, passer, as we yep. say in Spain. Get back back. So I need, uh, we worked out that I needed about six points to break um, break Dave's army. We're thinking, there's no way in the hell we can do this. So everyone, sh- you know, realising I'm going to break next turn, it's like, oh well, everyone goes in. So, you know, Heavy Sword's been charged, Bowman in the open, always enjoyable. Combat's going off everywhere. So, one point. One point. Um, <laughs> someone, get, you know, someone gets shot at, there's another point one here. Point. Yeah. So we're going through. And then we get the final, final two big combats where the brilliant general goes into the front rank with um, with the samurai swordsman, uh, bow swordsman, proceeds to absolutely muller the um, the javelin. It, it would no, it's my uh, elite's uh, medium knights. Oh no, that, that, was, um, that was later on. No, no, no. You, 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 you shot my light first. Yep. Which was lucky. You you got a point on my mediocre bowman, which was fairly. I'll give you that. Your yeah. swordsman. <laughs> then you, I think you possibly shot something. Else. Oh no, you killed the you killed my javelinman, which yes. is already damaged. I'll give you that. That was fair enough. But the thing that then was the, the, the thing that was the, the the most epic was the cojones, the cojones of steel. Of the, yeah. the cojones, so, yes. 
you know, the, um, the Spanish general on his on his horse with all of his banners, the knight, he's charged in. He's already taken one wound. Take, take, take yep. one wound. He'd um, pursued him to some samurai, heavy swordsman. We've lined it all up. The strategist rolls into front line of combat. Your strategist My goes strategist. in. Strategist so goes if in. If I'm going to go, let's go. Go probably. big. Go yeah. big. Yeah. What can possibly, what can possibly go wrong? Six ones the general, effectively. Kills it straight away. Yeah, because like, yeah. Turn a chopper over the general in front like elite. And it's my competent competent general. general, Which everybody's going about, oh, why have you got a competent general included? I'm going, well, there's a reason to it, but that extra two points. And the Spanish break. And you'd suffer no extra casualties. No, No, not a single one. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) The general was the decider. Yeah, so as we always do, when in doubt, go in, go hard, or go home. If my general had survived, all I have to do is go night into camp, that start was it. rallying was everybody else. Nah. Sorted. It was it was a cracking game. There was, was everything was involved. And what happened as a result of that? So the grand result was I managed to place third, hey. which is very impressive because in some ways I was envisaging coming up as mid-table mediocrity and to get four four big wins and a, a loss, but only to rougher. Well happy. And got a really um, cool trophy of yeah. um, two Arab spheres and duking it out. So, um, result. Which is even better, as I've now got an Arab army at home so to paint up. Is Samurai now your new favourite thing? Your new favourite toy? They have redeemed themselves after the um, the, <laughs> the, the, the Rome World Competition, where we spent half the competition in the naughty room. Um, so, Exiled. Yes. Sam- Samurai's really come on leaps and bounds in version yeah. 4. It's become really yeah. viable, hasn't yeah, it? The, the, yeah, the, the two key changes have been Losing the compulsory med- uh, mediocre spearman, yeah. the ability to have light foot, and I think the other change that may have been done is that you can now have the strategist with light horse. But I think mm. before it was a either or, and now all of a sudden you can get an army of 22 with an issue of three. Yeah. But the medium swordsman bow have lost. The plus one you lose saving, the, yeah. Back, which you'd think would go push it the other way, yeah. but the list design changes improve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, suppose make, if, I suppose if you win, it doesn't really matter, no, does no, it? You don't need that plus one. I think it's yeah. also helped by the changes, but if you break through. Yep and they start hitting on the side um, with the changes with the flank attack yep. it's a big difference oh, so yeah. doing mm. the shooting and doing that breakthrough and get the hole it really makes a difference now it does the no, that's attack. good oh. Oh, yes please Richard it's, it's nice that there's you know in a medieval period where we've all sat and said you know you need to take knights you need to take elephants there's now an alternative of medium bowmen which really does you know i mean it's dependent on winning initiative and things like that but it really does vary the game up a lot they still don't like losing to anything that has furious oh, charge though. I mean, no. When I lost, I was just taking bases yeah. off easy. Like, I'll take that one away, I'll take that away, I'll take that away. I mean, look at, looking at the list, um, the final standing, I think it's getting down to either 12th or 13th for the two feudal French, mm. that you actually have an army being repeated. Mm. So, you know, you've got starter from Sicily, Justin Shen, Samurai, Tafia, Burmese with one or two dodgy elephants, sneaking in one point above the, the almighty feudal Germans um, then you've got the Byzantines Korean you can see the Koreans um, some feudal Spanish I don't know why they got knocked down so far it must yeah. have been the last game well, well after winning warfare yeah 
if, well done. if I'd just taken one extra point at some point in the game, I would have got that yeah, trophy that Simon's got, yeah, which would have been my second time in a row yeah, that my feudal well, Spanish has taken third place. I think that's the moment for us to raise a glass to Simon. Say <laughs> so, well done, well, well, well great convenience. Cheers. Thank you. Well, look, we're back in a, a coffee shop in London. What about that, boys and girls? Um, we're back. We're back. Chiswick, <laughs> here we are. Chiswick, here we are with the McBrews. And um, I, I don't feel too bad, actually, after a weekend of gaming, which is quite good. Yeah, yeah it's been quite civilised. I think it's been... I don't know about you, but I feel the games have been the best part of it. Which isn't to say the rest of it's not been good. Oh, flat white. Oh, brilliant. That's me, please. Yep, thank you. Can I have a mocha? Always, please. Thank you. Mocha boy. And then I think there's an espresso coming as well. Brilliant. Thank you. So I've got five interesting games with an army that I thought was possibly going to be a bit of a novelty. And either might have been rubbish or might have been good. It's actually been neither of them. You know, it's been just a sensible, interesting, different army to play with, which I'm slightly surprised at. It's been challenging. I guess it's, yeah, yeah. C- compared to your normal armies or the, yeah. you know, like um, your hoplites and your yeah. all in, 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 yeah. um, mediocre spin or whatever, mm. to bring that many levy and all that definitely makes you rethink how you're going to play an army and go, yeah. how can I not lose with this and how can I possibly win with it? The fact that you can put 38 units on table in a game that is normally about 22, 23. Have the espresso, oh, yeah. Enjoy. That's, that's espresso, isn't it? It's fun playing with those armies because it's a challenge mm-hmm. to play. Yeah. So you're always playing against your army alone, trying to manage the damn thing. Yeah. Get it to do anything mm. at all. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, once you get over that third batch of using it, it's But sometimes, though, when you get some other systems, when you get too many units, the system starts to break. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, but the fact that I could be able to put 38 on the table, and it, it wasn't unbeatable yeah. through the mass at all. You know, it was very close to breaking in all five games. Um, but it wasn't achieving something by, by ma- you know, just by sheer numbers. Yeah. Like in in fog, there was a real advantage to having 16, 17 units because yeah, it made the army almost unbreakable, yeah, we and it gave you more opportunities to hit flanks. But the command and control makes this yeah. just makes it really hard to do anything with that many. I think it's one of the advantages of uh, going back to the old PIP system. Yeah. In the, system. Yeah, you can have a massive army, yeah. but your command and control is so low. If you're rolling one, you know, one or two, if you pick yeah. every turn, you only really wanted to moments where in fog and fog are, because there was no command and control. Hmm. Even if all your generals did, you could still maneuver everything anyway. Yeah. So if you had yeah. 24 elements or units, you could cause unknown amount of terror. Yes, because everything was going to move. Yeah, it's going to move. Yeah. So I, I was. Um, yeah, really, really chuffed with it. It was good. Um, Chinese armies in the yeah. first top five. I mean, I know. Yeah. Yeah, there was what knights t- different armies in the entire top Yorkshire ten. Mm. Everyone, had, and it wasn't just knights. Well, the no, one knight army first, but it wasn't yeah. knights all the way. Was it? No, because that's the one. And it was, yeah. Uh, Yorkshire Chin died. I lost yeah. in the first mm. game. Yeah. Good army. 
and there was a sweet tang thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 Samurai doing well, yeah. which is grand. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was it was quite nice actually looking through the 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 rounds of riders. The usual suspects that we've seen last few years, none of them were in the top you know, the top ten, like you know, the usual gas yeah. beds and all those. Yeah. They were all elephants are taking a smacking. Which is oh, I think it's it, 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 But they it, weren't they like weren't too much of a go to, weren't they, in version yeah. three? You kind of it, it, like, it was, right, I've got elephants and when you were playing them there wasn't really an answer to them, if we're honest. No, it wasn't. So it was six six was it five or six? Having elephants pursue makes a real difference. It really balances them out. Yeah. They're still scary, but, but they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not like I've just got to feed something control. to this and it will die. Yeah. Scary. Mm. Yeah. Like put having his own control on the elephant. Yeah. That makes a big difference as well. Yeah. Look, I still think there's a well, there's a definite place. For it, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm always tempted to go back and give it a go just to. Oh god, yeah, I'm painting up a couple of armoured elephants at the moment, so they'll definitely get on the table. I, I went through a lean patch last year for about, I mean, I, I paint a lot, and I went through three or four months. Where I thought I can't face painting. Yeah. And, and I think that's the way I do it. I've had a breath, and I've really got my painting mojo back. And I'm sitting yeah. this weekend thinking, ooh, I really want a yurt chinchilla. Mm. Yeah. Actually, yeah, the list, <laughs> the lists I played. Yeah. All of them, I thought that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I can work with that and come up with some different ideas for different playstyles. Yeah. Hubert's Viking army is very different to how I would have put an army together, but it worked, and it combined with terrain and stuff, and mm. it was good. Um, Viking elephants are not, yeah, there's some great figures there. From your, yeah. Um, oh, I've, I've got some great Vikings already, but I just not, yeah. I've got all the options. I just never really put them on table. But there's yeah. interesting ways of doing it other than the way I thought. Which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. <coughs> I think one of the things is that the, the mass night, I mean, no rappers won with 10 or 12 nights or something. No, like he, that. He, no. Didn't, he didn't have that night, many. He only had six or eight, maybe eight. Yeah. I think it was three, three, and some more than another one. And then it was three and three. Because uh, his small command, the one I was chasing around the table with, was just the, the mixed swords, but the heavy spearmen or crossbowmen. Okay. So he only had six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. yeah That's good. Because he had the um, four Mulgavars mm. and a couple of the knights, so he had a very small Mulgavar, uh, sorry, very small knight command. Yeah. Drop that down. Then the Mulgavar and the um, other knight command. And he had some mixed bows. And then he had the mixed, mixed, mixed heavy spear and all that. Yeah. And that was only so it wasn't wasn't a. So he was kicking um, out quite a bit of shooting there as well. Yeah. Mm, it wasn't too no, much. But it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like um, Peter's full badger effect of I'll have all the knights yeah. and then I build the rest oh. of them around it. it was, yeah. It was quite balanced. I was very surprised with it. Yeah. Because I played feudal English army with a lot of knights and a feudal French army with a lot of knights. Mm. I didn't face a single knight. Picked them apart mm. really quite easily. I, I have more knights than my opponents. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't face a single opponent with knights all weekend, which is bizarre. Yeah. And my four were, well, should have been kings of the battlefield if I'd actually used them in the first three games. Heavy foot are really good now. Heavy foot yeah. that initial movement of oh, three yeah. and things like that. That heavy brings foot. them into game. Yeah. And a mixture of heavy foot with but other I, things. It doesn't, really well, it, you know, but it doesn't come in after about turn two at all. No. You know, I don't think I saw almost any opportunities to use it after no. turn two. I think turn what, two. what it really seems to do is it stops that first half an hour of faffing around where you move a little bit and your opponent moves yeah. around and you move a little bit more and then about after the first hour then things start happening. Now it's with a decent command structure you could yeah. have a majority of your heavy foot army 
in line with your nights and things are kicking off. And I think it's also made using terrain more important because yeah. it's a, a heavy foot moves yeah. in, is in clear terrain. Yeah, and like so you drop some terrain around or you put an ambush in it or you stick some light foot in it, that does really slow them down enormous amount. Yeah. And then you've got to contest the And also I was thinking, like, you know, with, um, when you played Hubert, hmm. um, he tore across the table. So um, I think you guys were in combat by round two. Like round two, yeah. And I, um, in one of my games, I was in the same position, like round yeah. two, we're already in melee. And you're thinking, yeah. you know, in version three, it was almost impossible to be in combat with any other, maybe a light horse. It's also what's really important, I think, with it is that, you know, this is something I found with my arm is that you've got that initial thing, the heavy foot can move at the same speed as the medium foot. Yeah, yeah. Or, together. Yes, or not, true. which yeah. means you'd use less pips yeah. and you can race together. Yeah. Whereas before you would split up and go, right, I want to get the bowman across the table quick. Yeah. And, the, and the, the spear is just left behind, which that defeats their effective. Yeah. And, you, well, and you were you know. yeah, spending more points to move them as separate yeah. groups. Yeah, exactly. Quite often what yeah. I used to do is I'd have to move my heavy spearman or whoever, they would get the double pips first because they can move at least four UD and then yeah. you move the, the and you're still getting to the one. same place you would have done, but you're just getting there a turn earlier, which yeah, gives yeah. you another turn to fight, doesn't it, before yeah. you run out of time. It's like the terrain system, really. You know, the yeah. terrain system is, is so simple, but all it's doing is saying, right, I, this needs to generate some interesting, not utterly stereotyped terrain, um, that then will make the game more interesting. It's, well, in, 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 version fours. Yeah. Something, I'm not quite sure what it is, but you know, the, where we played before, you, if you won the initiative, you'd actually try to win the initiative so you'd get the first move in. Yeah. yeah. And that meant you saw the opponent's army yeah. set up and you could adjust your uh, yeah. scissors, paper, stone to where these things are. But now, you know, as the Samurai show, you sit there and go, actually, I'll choose to defend. Yeah. And that means I get to move the terrain around yeah. more to yeah. my base. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, in the past, because coming from Fog, we went, right, this is my knight command, this is my infantry command, yeah. this is my medium foot yeah. command. Yeah. Now, I know, from my point, I'm mixing up, you know, one of my... There's two commands in each one, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. One of my commands is two crossbow, two heavy foot, spear, one out mega bar, and yeah. two light foot, and it's, that's, I didn't, I would never play like yeah. that. No, you can do different things. A year ago, two years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. You were saying about the train as well, I think it's the, the subtle changes they've made of, um, if you get three pieces of train on your on your side, yeah. the next next bit of train goes the other way. Yeah. Side, there's no negotiation. If you um, if you're trying to max out terrain, yeah. that's just better, isn't it? Yeah. You can't be as unlucky. And also, if you're, when you're rolling for your train, if the train lands in a sector that you couldn't fit, uh, yeah, fit it, you have another go. You get another yeah. go. Yeah. So for those armies that are a bit more train dependent, yeah. there's actually a chance in the heck of them getting something on the table. Yeah. And that made a big, some of those uh, medium medium foot armies, which are V3, yeah. just got stomped over. And actually, there's more, there's more strategists, and the yes. value of the strategist in yeah. moving the train is bigger. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, because back in V3, you would very rarely see a strategist. Yes, you choose not to have them. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, well, we're going to spend 10 points, I'd rather yeah. have a night. Now yeah. it's a lot of armies that are more dependent yeah. on you have the strategies and you build your army around well, that design. I put down five bits of train up, defend and move one. Yeah. Mm. That's still worth it. That's very that? powerful, yeah. yeah. Still worth it. But I think suffering thing, cap, I mean, cavalry bow armies still, I think, suffered a bit. A little bit. But then I think we need to, that's, they need to be combined. You need foot bowmen with mounted bowmen. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where you kick out the And I, I found that those half bow 
impact cavalry. Yeah. Because the shooting's mediocre, it's pretty... They're actually impact cavalry with a bit extra. Yeah. They're a different troop type, aren't they? They're not a magic troop type. No, no, no. They've just... got two bowmen mm. with them. Yeah, that's a lot. Who yeah. are shooting at a mountain, yeah. and then you add on an extra one, because then it's mediocre, doesn't count. Who can then charge them. Then yeah. you really are yeah. knocking things down, and that's yeah. where... Mounted bow. Mounted bow needs to have butts with them. You can't just. I mean, I've been. One day comes to the show that was civilians, yeah. and I had two bowmen. Now I would go back to using a civilian army and take all four of the foot bowmen. Yeah. You know. yeah. The army's big enough to absorb yeah. the fact that they get run over as well. But in some ways, that also makes a lot more historical sense yeah. is that the, um, the foot could kick out the more volume, the nobility would be there, pinky, and as soon as they could, yeah. they go in they go rather in. than yeah. they would do all the hard work. And the yeah. foot sit there go, well, we get, we're doing nothing. So that's, yeah. it's good to see the tactics and the ideas you have in your head change actually it. make a lot more change sense it, now yeah. and change it again. Yeah. My Spanish army, I, there's, I definitely think, you know, instead of having six knights together, I would rather have four knights and two crossbowmen. Yeah. Because you want the crossbowmen to knock down the opposing person's knights and things, and then you go in on them. So yeah. that makes a big, big difference yeah. at all. You know? I guess... Um, it's a good weekend. Yeah. I don't feel too wrecked over on that, which is unusual as well. We got back on EasyJet, which is fine. Got back into the country. Yeah, we had the QR code, the vaccine passport, we had the passenger located form, we had everything. Yeah. <laughs> and next one's, next one's Beachhead yeah. in Bournemouth. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah. That. yeah, another seaside town in, um, in the depths of winter. So, Ooh. yeah. Well, hopefully the audio's been all right on this one, and, uh, and we will we will see you in some other podcasty way. Um, this could be the new romantics podcast. This could be the new romantics one, yeah. A bit of Duran Duran in the background. Yes. Durham, Durham. Durham, Durham. Yeah, background and background noise. But I hope hopefully it's not too much. And hopefully you're not a Duran Duran phobic. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll love you and leave you. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Bye.